Hey, Chris, you ready for an episode? What? <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, so here we go. Episode... Dude, we're on 40, aren't we? We pushing that 40 ball. Damn. What y'all uh, listeners going to do for the 40 ball? I know what we're going to do. We're going to do some some something a little bit different this week. At Buddy's hey. episode 40. When you uh, use an Xfinity and you're on like your Wi-Fi network, it does not give you the option to like directly sign in. It forces you to automatically use your Wi-Fi network to sign in. Like it's no way around it. All right, there's Chris's intro to the pod. Hey, <laughs> you might want to pull your mic it. up a little bit, Chris. All right, so to the mic. we were saying that we're gonna try something a little bit different. So last what probably 14 weeks, 13 weeks, 12 weeks, some little shit like that. We've been strictly fantasy football. Oh, yeah. However, playoffs have started. Playoffs? Playoffs. You want to talk about playoffs? Yeah, man. So the playoffs have been going, and we have got, we've gotten you there. If you've listened to the show, if you've heard what we've said, and you've executed what we told you to, you're in the playoffs. And at this point, I don't necessarily think that you need our help any longer. Am I right? Man, look. Sometimes you just got to kick that bird out the nest. Right. You know, you, you going to fly on your own or, you know, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, we might actually might have to drop a little bit of insight, you know, just, just due to the teeny, fact tiny that bit. we got you there and you're depending on us. But, you know, for the most part, I mean, if you've gotten there, you know what we're going to say, right? I mean, if you don't, mm, I mean, I get it. Um, I mean, big, big stuff this week. T.Y. Hilton's done forever. Yeah, pretty um, much. That's it. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell is sick, which that happened to Tyler Lockett last week, and he dropped a big zero piece. He did. It was very, very bad for Tyler Lockett, guys. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dropped the zero. Dude, and, like, I really should have actually went, you know, Penny and uh, Carson last week, though. Like, ooh, because they both actually put up some numbers last week. I was shocked. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. Right. Um, I mean, we can just run through every game real quick yeah. and just like if there's anything notable to yeah, talk about. Anything that sticks out, you know. Right. Um, like Julio's back. He's practicing. He's playing. Yeah. That's your guy. So, Matt Ryan's in. Yep. Freeman is, you know, back. So, you know, you can trust him. Um, I don't know with Carolina what to expect. I mean, McCaffrey, yeah. But other than that, you know, changing coaches. Um, Here, here's what I think. Trust the guys who got you there. McCaffrey, DJ Moore. Olsen's out. Yeah. Um, I think we can just plow through this real quick, man. Baltimore at Buffalo. Ooh, Baltimore's be red a, hot. This will be a fun game to watch. It would be, actually. It's going to be a very fun game to and watch. And you know that I like defensive matchups. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a real defensive matchup. This can honestly be, I, I won't say on par quite as last week's Ravens game against the Niners, which was a clinic to me, by the yeah. way. I loved it. But it it. It can be up there with that, you know. Um, Baltimore, probably one of the best defenses in the league. Um, you know that for Marcus sure. Peters, top five. that Marcus Peters trade really took them to another level. Yeah, they're top five. Um, Buffalo definitely is a, I would say, a little more slept on defense. Some people aren't quite giving them the respect they deserve. And um, I mean, honestly, if you're someone like me, you might be in, or uh, you know, like Miles, you might be in a peculiar scenario where. Josh Allen is your QB, and you may not want to start him because he's playing Baltimore's defense. Um, but interesting about this matchup, you sent me this. I'll let mm. you. I'll let you explain this a little bit. Give us a little breakdown about the similarities and oh, the dude. superiorness of J- Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Dude. I mean, let's let's be honest. These are two of the best young quarterbacks two of. in the NFL. It's not even close, really. And, it's crazy because Josh Allen does not get any of the talk that Lamar is having. But, okay, so let, we'll just break it down. But over. listen, real quick, though, you'll hear John Brown's name. Yeah, you you'll will. You'll hear the consistency of Cole Beasley. Yep. Um, you know, the running game is not that spectacular. It in really isn't. It is not. And, you know, 
Reuben Foster, um, you know, all of these guys, they get recognition. Yep. And it's like, realistically, there's only one factor that that it's ties to all, them all, and it's consistency, and it's from Josh Allen. Yeah. I remember coming to the season, week one, I said, Josh Allen sh- is is more than a viable quarterback. He probably yeah. should be, like, your quarterback mm-hmm. if you're drafting in a league that's not with me because I'm going to take him around earlier than I should. Yep. And the reason being is because he's putting up top three numbers, yes. top five quarterback numbers. He's a dual threat. Exactly. It's it's a cheat code for fantasy. Yeah. And until they really like adjust, and they have to do this at some point. At like, some point. In the next couple of years, probably next two years, yeah. you're going to see like standard fantasy rankings drop down to make a like really bridge the gap between yeah. a passing and a dual threat quarterback. Because mm-hmm. dual threats are just. It's a cheat code for yeah, fantasy. Right I mean, now. it used to like. I mean, when Mike Vick first came along in right. fantasy, you know, it was like you take Vick, yeah, you're I mean, good. Donovan McNabb was there, but he was more of a passer. Yeah, he was more of a passer, so he wasn't going to scramble as much. Yeah, Steve Young, another guy, you know, you another know, like, one. Um, you know, I mean, Russell Wilson to a degree has been one of those guys. Russell Wilson's been a top ten quarterback easily every year. Yeah. of the last eight years, easily, and you could take him in the top five, yep. and he would produce the numbers that you want out of a top guy. Yep. Yep. It's just the, it's just the it's rushing just, yards. Yeah, it's the rushing yards get you there. What needs to happen is they need to put a uh, a stat for um, rushing yards per quarterback and make them less than what it, you don't. It shouldn't be the equivalent of a running back. Yeah, that's the only way that you make a quarterback less of a cheat code in fantasy football. But go ahead. But yeah, um, so go you ahead. Know. Yeah. Basically, it's just it's weird because you wouldn't think of these similarities until you see it presented to you. So over the last eight games yeah. played, um, you know, passing touchdowns, Lamar Jackson, 15, Josh Allen, 13 interceptions, Lamar Jackson, three. This is how over how long? Eight games. And we are at week 14. Yeah. So this has actually been of recent. Yeah. Like when you talk MVP talks, you're talking Lamar, Lamar Jackson's Jackson. yeah. rushing above everybody. Yep. But here out Josh Allen. Go ahead. Yeah. So I mean Josh Allen interceptions two to Lamar's three. Passing yards. Lamar fourteen hundred. Josh Allen literally sitting just under seventeen hundred yards passing. So he's got more in the in the air. Yep. Now this is where it gets interesting a little bit. Yeah. Russian touchdowns. Lamar six. Josh Allen five. That's crazy. And then rushing yards, Lamar has seven thirty nine to Josh Allen's two ninety nine. So Josh Allen isn't running for as many yards, but he's getting the touchdowns, which shows a little bit of growth in him because he's he's running when he needs to, yeah. but not necessarily running because he's not comfortable with the play. And he also has the air yards. Exactly. Like So it kind of, you know, they almost balance out and offset each other, but it's crazy. You wouldn't think that, you know, you can hold Josh Allen in the same breath as Lamar Jackson until you see numbers like that. Well, how about this number? Mm-hmm. The Bills are 9-3. and three. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, they have a solid chance. Like, if New England kind of tapers off a bit, they've got a solid chance where they can catch them in a the division. Let me let me let me give you a little. This is this shouldn't be news. This shouldn't be insight. Mm-hmm. But every season, it seems like it is. The Patriots are not falling off. They're not. They're not. They're just not. If Baltimore goes into New England. Hell, if New England goes into Baltimore in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. New England's winning that game. Oh, yeah. And it's just due to the consistency of, like, the only player that I've really seen who could really handle the Patriots coming to their house Mm -hmm. was Peyton Manning. Yeah. And he couldn't even do it at times. Most times. True, true. You know? Now, I will say this, though. I will say, you know, the only reason I'm even giving... Buffalo a puncher's chance in this scenario look at when they played the Patriots earlier this season it was a 16-10 game and they had a chance to win that game and I honestly feel like if they didn't lose Josh Allen in the tail end of that game they could have won it well he came back didn't he no, he didn't come back at the end of that game because he was concussed. They weren't letting him back oh, in. Oh, he didn't come back till the next week. Yeah, I thought he came back. Who was the uh, Matt Barkley came in? Yeah, yep. So, oh, I mean, that's that's a joke then. Yeah, I thought yeah, he came so, back in the game. Nope, nope. So I mean, that's that's why I'm giving him that puncher's chance. Yeah. Now, granted though, that was in Buffalo. The next game for them is Week 16. It's in New and England. It's in New England. Yeah. That's a different story yeah. altogether. But Buffalo's defense has shown 
they can show up when you need them to show I said up. Said it all season. It's the top like, five defense. They're looking pretty good. And I mean, in all honesty, before you got to the Baltimore game, Buffalo was the biggest test for New England all year. And they gave Absolutely. them all they could to the very last second. Absolutely. And I mean, you could be saying if I'm the NFL, I'm flexing that uh, New England and Buffalo game to Sunday night football for that week. Can I they would move do it? it. Can they move it? I think they can. It's it's two weeks out. It's in New England, though. Yeah, I mean, it's in New England, but it's I would gonna do it. It's going to drop 20 degrees. <laughs> I would totally do it, though, like because it would be very entertaining to watch. It will be good football. I mean, I, I've, been on, I've been saying how good Buffalo is going to yeah. be this year. I, I'll be honest. I didn't expect them to be this good. I didn't expect them to be 9-3 good. No. I expected them to be, you know, at the end of the season – nine and seven maybe ten and six which they still could end up at that realm but they've got some highly winnable games i mean you say nine and seven ten and six yeah i've got them going way more than that i mean if they're nine and three at this point i mean they've got baltimore they'll be 11 and five i feel they're in pittsburgh which is a tough road game it's a tough road game they're they're in new england another level and then they've got Got the uh, jets Jets. they're they're going to be 11 and 5 at the end of the season I feel. Here here's here's what I think. I mean, if if Josh Allen can really get on a roll, which he's proven, he's got a cannon. He reminds me of Stafford. And yeah. I say it every it seems like I say it every week with whichever team we're talking. Last week with Tampa Bay, where actually last week let's should we jump into that real quick? Yeah. Last week we didn't post the episode that we uh that yeah. we recorded. <laughs> um and it's not for the same case this week. This nah. week we've got a whole I can't find my dongle for my MacBook. Yeah, so. so it was a little bit of struggle. So we're using a whole nother that's why you heard the just complete stop and then Chris bitching about Xfinity. Hey man, look. Struggles it's, is real. Yeah, man, it's cause uh we couldn't find the dongle. But we, we overcome all of our uh, hurdles here. We jump we, we leap right over those and we're we're here to bring you the news, but we didn't bring it last week. Yeah, <coughs> just due to some technical difficulties. Not the same one this week. We just got. It seems like something every week. Yeah, but hey, we persevere. We come out for you guys. Yeah, man, we're the New England Patriots. Yeah, of podcast. Do your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited for this game. This is a top five game for me. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a very very interesting yeah. game. The next three. I'm not really interested in. I'm actually Chris. I'm about to piss my pants, bro. You good? I mean, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I, go pee. Just pretty I'll much. I'll just breeze through the next three. Yeah, real quick give while them. You're gone. Give them yeah. who you would play in the game, and just yeah. keep brushing along. And then once you get to that uh, Honolulu blue, hold and check. I'll try to hold it so we don't both go off too much. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So next up, we got Bengals and Browns. Um, usually any week, I'm saying fire up anybody playing the Bengals, but it's the Browns. You don't know what you're gonna get. Um, I mean, short of Chubb and shockingly Kareem Hunt, who have both been producing well, um, you know, Landry, I, I just and even Landry, I don't trust it this week. Um, Baker has a thumb injury, which as a quarterback, that could be a very big thing. I personally picked him up in one league because Josh Allen was my QB and I didn't like the matchup, but I'm still leery about it. Um I mean, if you got Mixon, you have no choice but to fire him up. Um, you probably don't have any choice but to fire up Boyd. So that's it on that one. Next game, Packers and Redskins. You know, literally start up, you know, anybody on the Packers that you've got that's worth starting. Um, so Devontae, you could probably go Lazard, um, Rodgers, of course, Jones, yeah. Williams. Hey, look, it's the Redskins. <laughs> That's the only reason why I'm like, look, I do it. Chris, you're forgetting things that we already said on the pod. Let me throw my headphones. All right, all right, all right. Playoffs. Playoffs. Any team who starts Lazard in the playoffs, you're fucking done. You I mean, unless up. you got a in, unless you got an injury or two. I don't care about injuries. Your, your bench better have somebody on it. You should. You really should. Do I not mean, say start Lazard. This isn't fucking regular season. Trying to set some people up. See how smart some of our listeners are. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. I mean, then next you got Broncos and Texans. You um, know who to start in that game? Yeah, you definitely know who to start that uh, game. Lions, Minnesota. We'll get back to that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, New Orleans is the other game I was talking about that yeah. I'm interested. That'll in be watching. a very good game. I'm so mad that two of the games I really want to watch are one o'clock games. I'm actually very upset about that. That happens every week, though. Yeah, yeah. But mm. it's usually like, you know, one of them be a 4 o'clock game, and I get the, you know. Well, you get KC New England at 4 o'clock. That is very true, and that'll be a very, very good game. I'm actually, so just for my purposes, because I fell to fifth place. Mm-hmm. Actually, I moved up into fifth place uh, this week. So 
Um, I'm very interested in seeing how well because mm-hmm. I've been on the Oakland train the whole year. You know it, man. Yeah, but you last have. week they really kind of let me down. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we we both kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, we both kind of pinpointed, you know, when they played KC last time, it got out of hand, but it got yeah. way more out of yeah. hand than we thought. Like, well, no, the first time was really out of hand. Um, it's just they made a comeback, so, sort of. I mean, I just feel like with this. Sorry, wait, that hiccup was brought to you by Coors Light, our sponsor. Hey. Um, and our other sponsor, Pornhub. So Coors Light and Pornhub make hey. Saturdays great. There you go. Um, sorry no, to do I the will plug. say. I will say this one got a little more out of hand because the first game, it was Mahomes going off. Yeah. Mahomes didn't really do shit last week, and they still mud hole He's still hurt, man. He is. He's still hurt. He is. Like, everybody can see it. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, that's not something not that you just him. recover right away yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. It takes time. It like, was, they they needed him to sit out six games, but could, they couldn't afford for him to sit yep, out six they games. they couldn't. Yeah. Like, him with, him with the fucking broken left knee is better than who was it matt moore matt moore which matt yeah. moore wasn't hot garbage at, by any means but but he who are you gonna take matt moore or pat mahomes yeah he had a good week uh, yeah. like like exactly let the next team watch a little film on him and then see what happens mm-hmm. you know that, that's that's a rough basically idea. what it comes down to oh yeah so i mean realistically i uh, personally am excited to see tennessee oakland uh seattle rams you know me about my rams yeah. but one thing I am interested in watching, man, is Eli Manning coming back. I Dude, I'm see actually how he plays. very interested in that. I like, am. And then the fact that it's against, you know, Philly's secondary that... It's a division game yeah, in Philly. It is in Philly. Like, like, it will be very interesting to watch. Monday Night Football low-key caught a luck of the draw with that one. They did. They really caught a luck yeah. of the draw. Because it's, you know, you get to see Saquon back with Eli. Yep. You know, the Daniel Jones hype has died. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot riding here i mean they could legitimately knock philly out of playoff contention not necessarily so funny story it can, play, seven. it can play off by if by some miracle it were to happen there is still a way that logistically it could be a four-way tie for the nfc east well that's because philly or uh the cowboys lost and because philly just philly and dallas are like i don't want the division do you want the division no i don't do you want it and they're just going back and forth rabbit season duck season style i'll puke if a seven and 19 makes a division it probably will it probably and you know what the sad part is it won't be a seven and nine team like the year seattle did it either it'll be a they seven did, they were eight and eight when they got it one day no they were seven and nine that year but that was actually a, a somewhat that, decent that team. was a decent team yeah. this will be a seven and nine team that will get dragged and donkey punched in the divisional round, it'll well, be the wild it'll card be, round. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the wild. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be, be a wild, wild card, card round, yeah. and it will be a ugly game. There will be a very unhappy fan base. I mean, I'm unhappy if any team goes. If one of my teams goes seven and nine, yeah. Um, if your team goes seven and nine, makes the playoffs, and then gets thrashed, but wasn't the Seattle team that went seven and nine? Didn't they go to the Super Bowl? No, they didn't go to the Super against Bowl that the, year. Against the Steelers. No, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl that year. They were no, that was with Hasselbeck. They were yeah, like that was with Hasselbeck. Six. Yeah, they were ten and six that year. Yeah. But the seven and nine team, I think that was like right before Russell Wilson got there. Mm-hmm. I think it was the year before. Because who so, was the quarterback that year? I don't think it was Hasselbeck. It was, no, it was um, right after Hasselbeck. And they had they signed it wasn't Matt Flynn. Flynn. They, they signed Matt Flynn signed, in that offseason, gave him all play, of though. that money. Yeah. And got beat out in camp by Russell Wilson. Yeah. Which was hilarious to me, by the way. Here, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's Google yeah. that because that's a, that's a good one. I'm already on it. I'll All beat right. you to it. Click, clack, click, clack. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Seattle's honestly been a good franchise, though, for quite some time. No, they did not make the Super Bowl with Tavares Jackson. It was Matt, it was Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah, it was Hasselbeck. I knew, I knew yeah. it was Hasselbeck because that was here. That, that was the Super Bowl here. That was uh, 40. Wait, but the season they made the playoffs in ten and six. Yeah, they didn't go to the Super Bowl then. Yeah, because that was uh, Pete Carroll's first year. Actually, uh, they were seven and nine that year. So they had Tavares Jackson. Uh, let's see. Let's find. Pete out. Carroll's been the Seattle coach since oh nine. Yep. Since, no. Well, since twenty ten. Uh, Jim Mora was the coach in oh nine, and that was his only year. He went five and eleven, and that was the end of that story. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Wasn't it? What's his name? Uh, not Holmgren. Or it oh, was home game right before that. That was that year. Yeah. No, this was the year for the beast quake. What's that? When Marshawn caused the earthquake. Yeah, with that with that long that run where like they said the ground literally shook. That's how large Century Link Field was. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. the beast quake year. That, that was, was the seven and nine season. season. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. No, I knew that because they went to the Super Bowl that year from a 7-9 team. No, they didn't go to the Super Bowl that year. Then what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, the Super Bowl, <laughs> the Super Bowl that year was the Packers and Steelers. Oh, yeah. the Packers. Yeah, that was like their 14-2. and two. Yeah. Then they went 15-1 and one and missed it. Yep. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <sighs> yeah, Sorry, we're Saints drinking tons to of beers tonight. We're getting tanked. Hey, man, look. It's the way of life. Yeah, they got dr- they got beat by the Bears in the uh, divisional round. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Bears. But that was with Tavares Jackson as well. Yeah, that was Tavares Jackson. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, 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 uh, Seattle's good. Yeah. I think Pete Carroll, we were talking about this before the show. We were talking about uh, coach of the year and who you think should get it and all this no, other wait, shit. No, was Hasselbeck was the quarterback that year. Yeah. Oh. Not in 2011. 2010 was the year. Because it was they went to the going. Super Bowl. Not Is that what you're talking about? No, the year the year they were uh seven and nine. Yeah. Because uh, 20- no, he totally was. He was. It was. Remember yeah. the fucking Packers game when that did they lose to the Packers in the divisional round? No, they lost to uh, the Bears in the divisional round. Okay, who? What? There was oh year. wait, because that was Al the year. Harris. Um, Al Harris ran the fucking pick six back at the end of the game off of Hasselbeck to oh, fucking yeah. advance in the playoffs. Because I think that was the year where we got, you know, smoking Jay on the sideline, actually. Who's that? Jay Cutler sitting there on the sideline, didn't come back in uh, against the Packers. And that conference championship, an AFC, uh, champ- yes. I mean, NFC championship. Yes. Game. Yep. Yes. Good old smoking J on That's the That's exactly that what was that it. was. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, it's so good going back to some old years. <laughs> Jay Cutler, it by really the way, is. one of my favorite quarterbacks, just because he just he gave no yeah. fucks about being in the NFL. He did not really want to be there, you know. But he was like, "I make money off of it, so I guess I'll do it." I really liked him in Denver. I did too. Um, I was a huge Jay Cutler fan in Denver. Well, he took over for uh, Jake Plummer. Yeah, he did take over for Jake Plummer, and Plummer was a fucking just a thrower. Dude. He was. He was a thrower. Like they. They had uh, Shanahan at the helm, right? Yeah. Well, at, at, as a head coach. Right. Like, Plummer was technically at the helm. And, man, they couldn't really, like, I guess they, they couldn't could get run over the, any They humps. could run the football, but they were, they were like, behind in so many games. Mm-hmm. I think Plummer threw over 4,000 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Like, he Smart had a 4,000-yard season. And, dude, he was just constantly in fun. He looked like Kitna. Good old Kitna. Jake the Snake, bro. Bro, he looked like Kitna. Yeah. And I mean, I I liked him for that. I'm telling you, go to his like uh, football pro football reference. That motherfucker's got a four thousand yard season sitting uh, there somewhere. Yep, uh, oh four. Yep. Yeah, oh four. Yeah. He threw for four thousand. Um, he threw for three thirty six and oh five. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was pre uh, Clinton Portis. Yep, because they traded Bailey for Portis, or was it the other way? No, around? it was the other way around. They it had the other Portis, way around. and then so they, they traded had for Portis. Bailey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, dude, Denver's always had a good running. Yeah, they always vet. always had a good running game. And it's it's weird because Denver was one of those teams where they'll have a good running game, but you don't really know who to expect to be the running back at times. Like you'll <laughs> think you'll go into the season, this is the guy, this is the starting running back. Yeah. And then out of nowhere the fucking third string guy takes over and rushes for like a thousand yards. Yeah. I mean, we can look it up by year. Um I I used to think like fuck, we're in twenty twenty. Yeah. Probably like 15, 20 years ago ish, mm-hmm. that Denver had like the sweetest jerseys. I used to. at the time they did because yeah. they were the only ones that had those like the stripes at the side. That, yeah, but the angle it would angle at the bottom and it yep. looked like a like a tooth or something yeah. at the very bottom. You know. Yep. Uh, let me pull up the Pro Football Reference. Man, like it's crazy though. But yeah, color was color was my guy in Denver, and then you know. The debacle of Josh McDaniels <laughs> happened, and McDaniels like is either a franchise quarterback or me. And so he gets shipped to Chicago. <laughs> so that 0-4 team, they went ten and six with Jake Plummer. By the way, that wasn't bad. That's great. It's uh, not bad at all. Let's see here. Oh, you married a Broncos really drones. Rushed for twelve hundred and forty yards. Yep. Remember, then he t- he went to the Lions. Oh yeah. Was that the season after? I think it was. Might have been. Yeah, I think it was the following season, and he did fucking nothing. nothing. Um, Wasn't and Ron had, Day and another one of the running backs yes, that went there and yes, kind of went nuts? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, no, actually, wait, he was in. No, he was a Lion in 01. Really? That doesn't make sense. Ruben Jones, 01 Lions. I guess it does. It has to. I'm looking at the stats. He went to Cleveland the next year and rushed for 1232. Damn. 
Only two touchdowns, though. So many one-hit wonders as far as, you know. Garrison Hurst was there. Remember when really? he was the shit? For Remember when they had Peyton Hillis after he had that, like, monstrous year? They signed him? It was they, them, wasn't I it? I think they did sign him to a big contract after he went nuts in uh, Cleveland. It's crazy that he has a fucking Madden cover. Dude, off of one year. <laughs> <laughs> off of one year. He looks like a kid we went to high school with. <laughs> Maybe not you, but me for sure. He looks like some kid who would like yeah. jump off the slide and stab himself. Bruh. <laughs> I got this coach. I got this. Well, he played. He he uh he started in fourteen games, rushed for almost twelve hundred yards and eleven touchdowns. Man, made the Madden cover, and then fucking no. Actually, he never. He was in Denver before he went to Cleveland. Was it? Yeah. Because uh, after Denver, I know he was Bronco at or some after point. Cleveland, he went to Kansas City. Really? Damn. No, I remember that being a big thing because he played the following season in Cleveland, mm. but he did nothing. But it was yeah, Cleveland. He, he was on the he was the Cleve he was in a Cleveland jersey, I think, on the Madden cover. Yeah, he was. Yep, because they were like oh, Madden curse got him, and that was the end yeah. of Peyton Hillis. Yep. Yeah, yep, that was it. Yep. Man, I mean, he was he was bad after that, but he he was a dog when he when like he was performing. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like Josh Gordon. Yep. Like when he when he performed, he was the man. Yeah. Wow, but yeah, just oh, like it's so crazy just going back looking at some of these Broncos seasons, dude. It really like, is, cause oh. So how about this? How about mm-hmm. this? So we're, we've we've got the uh, the fantasy regular season in the books, right? Okay. Can you name the top five players in fantasy this season? Actually, one of these will shock you. Um, it will fucking shock you. I know, I know Lamar's probably one because he's just been ridiculous. In our league, Lamar's um, two. McCaffrey. McCaffrey's one. Lamar's um, two. Who else? Who else? Uh, Think of the number one wide out in fantasy. Let's see. Number one wide out. Godwin. Stop it. Because I know Godwin and Evans were fucking next level, but Evans had like a few couple, like a couple of bad Godwin's games. nine. Really? Yeah. Ah, he man. would have been eight had Zeke not played. Okay. Actually, no. Okay, so I take this back. Mm-hmm. Number three probably wouldn't be where he is had he not played last night. Um, Zeke? Wrong. Oh. Oh, wait, Gallup? Wrong. Who did? Dak. Oh, yeah. yeah but he, Dak played, has but been... he played last night. He yeah. played last night. So we'll put an asterisk next right, to that you one. Know. How many points did he get yesterday? Let me see. One sec. Dak is like he had I, eighteen. I, that would have dropped him. That would have dropped him like probably eight spots. Okay. So that's an asterisk. That doesn't count. So yeah. the number one wideout in fantasy this year. Who is it? Michael Thomas, man. Easy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's easy. Yeah, Mike has been shitting. All right. So there's two others. Uh, I'll give you a hint. There's it's a running back and a quarterback. It's definitely not Mahomes at that point. Then. No, no, he uh, missed games. See, we've covered, we've covered Dak, um, Deshaun. No, he's a mm-hmm. third ranked quarterback, and he's only behind by six points. Damn, that's crazy. Behind one other quarterback. Come on, man, it's Lamar Jackson and who? Um, shit, I don't know. I'm drawing Think a blank. Fucking right MVP, now. man. Huh? Oh, Rogers. Jesus Christ, where have you been the last 14 weeks? Oh, wait, Russ. Shit. All right, look. I was drawing blanks. I'm like, wait. It was there. It's just I kept yeah, dropping the ball. It's like, so oh. he's five. Think number. Who's number four? You said a running back? Yeah. Um, This one's easy, too. No, wait. I said Chubb already. Uh, you, you think Chubb's over this guy? You're fucking smoking crack, bro. Hey, man, look. Chubb been putting that work, okay? So let's Not be realistic. Like this motherfucker. Um, Come on, man. Lions playing this week. Shit, 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 shit. Yeah, it is. Um. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin. Yeah. Who I thought he was going down after the Monday night game because he did kind of, you know, seem like he banged himself up. But he said he's going. Yeah. So considering Zeke scored, what, 24 points last night? Yeah. Um, he would not be in this conversation. Mm. Top five running backs. You said top five? Yeah. How about you do wide receivers next so I can right. try and guess? So, yeah, you said uh, running backs, so definitely, you know, McCaffrey, Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeke go. will not be in this list. 
because he didn't. He had he not I played. I want to say Camara, but he's had some games where it's been. Camara's missed like three games. Yeah, and then he's had games also yeah. on top of that where he just he wasn't quite there. He wasn't right. in the game plan. Um, still riding with my guy Chubb, you know, because top five makes nope, sense. Uh, who else? Gurley's actually been producing more than I thought. But Chubb it should technically be seven. Mm-hmm. Girly, I can't even see him. Mm. Which that doesn't seem right. Am I just overlooking him? Are you? Yeah. No. Gurley's not a, not in the tops. Mm. Come on, Chris. This doesn't make for good radio. It doesn't. I'm fucking up. Like, don't leave me alone. Shit. Just pull up the teams or something. So I'll I'll give you. I'll I'll, right. I'll I'll fill in here for you. Okay. So we've got Christian McCaffrey at uh-huh. one. We've got Dalvin Cook at two. Zeke technically at today would be three, but he but doesn't. But he played count. yesterday. Um, number three, four, and five, they have been very consistent producers. Number three, you wouldn't really question it. He's been the best PPR running back um, in terms of both their pass catching ability and the rushing ability outside of Christian McCaffrey. Um, he plays for the Go Chargers Go. And it's not a you. Well, I mean, it is. And it's not even the guy you took early. Right. It's Austin Eckler. Yeah, it's Eckler. Um, So Eckler's been been a fucking stud. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number four is a guy that I grabbed early. Um, I grabbed him in a Think about it like this. It's super high value. I'm not talking about Eckler anymore. No, I know. Okay. Yeah. You know who it is then? Yeah, Fournette. Okay. Um, he has gotten this is he this, needed this year honestly yeah because this is what I expected I expected a high volume base yep a guy who can rush who can get you the amount of points but doesn't necessarily get you the points as like a Saquon Kamara yeah. McCaffrey but he's shown that I can be a top five guy yep you take him in the third round you're in the fucking playoffs not a chance easily easily unless you drafted Brown Antonio Brown yeah that's fair which in that case it's like ooh shit. Yeah, or if you went like Juju in the second and yeah, fucking, you know, which has not panned out like um, you expected. So number it to. five is pretty crazy because this is a guy who's going to go from who I drafted in the sixth round, mm-hmm. who's going to move into probably a top six pick next year. Oh, easily. I mean, and, he could. In all honesty, I see him easily being a top six pick, but it's just you know the way he played last year and his injury history was why. People such as you and I were like kind of leery to grab him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the funny thing about it last year when he finished the season, uh, his name is Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. probably the most consistent player in fantasy this yeah. year. The reason why a lot of people didn't want to take him so early this year was because he already played outside of the last five games last year. Yep. But remember all those Twitter posts and all that shit talk like, oh, after the fucking five game stretch that he had, motherfucker's gonna take Derrick Henry in the first round. Mm-hmm. You would have been the guy laughing. Yeah, you know, um, Eric Jones, Nick Chubb, Mark Ingram, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, uh, Kamara Bell, Lindsey White. I mean, that that's the list right there. Then Gurley Mixon. Yeah, Montgomery, Max, Saquon. So. Uh, pretty wild list. Um, if you want to go ahead and try the uh, wide receivers on me, I'm, yeah. I'm game for that. I mean, you can go ahead. Who well, you got? Top five. I know Michael Thomas is first. Yeah. Uh, top five. I do want to say that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are both in there. Yep. You got two more. Um, one technically won't count because he played last night, and he Amari literally. Cooper. Yeah, he literally got enough points that actually put him in the top five. In the top yeah. five. So yeah. yeah. That doesn't count because he's had some bad games. Yep. Honestly, after this week, he's going to drop out of the top 12, I bet. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to say John Brown, but he's going he's gonna to be – he's got to be way down. Yeah, um, John Brown's be a little way bit ways down. Like, I mean, you've got Chark. Because he's been consistent. But you've got Chark like, and DJ Moore and Cup over him. Hang what? on. Hang on. I was going to say Cup, but I'm not going to say Cup. Okay. Cup's not in the top five, right? No, nah, he's not. He's had some bumps. He's top 10, but not top five. Uh, Give me – Plus, Cup missed a game or two. This is going to be a long shot. Edelman. Yes, actually. Really? Yes. Okay. you got to think, when Edelman is on the field, he produces. For sure. It's usually the problem with Edelman is he's either suspended or hurt. Right. He's not been either this year. Okay. How about... Shit, so I already got four to the top five. Yep. I know the fifth. Oh. 
It's easy. It's a guy I took in the, at the fourth pick or fifth pick. D Hop. Yep. Which technically he's fourth, and uh, Edelman's. Uh, well, actually, he will be third. I knew Evans is fourth, well, and then uh, Edelman's thing. fifth. I knew Hopkins would be there. Yeah. I just wanted to get Which, by Edelman the, out. By the way, whew, I mean, I did try, call myself trying to call you know him having a bad game last week. Yeah. Because I, I really was leery of that Patriots defense, but shit. They came out and punched New England in the mouth early. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and it was just no yeah. letting up. You were texting me during the game, and you're like, man, the fucking the, uh, the chess match between Hopkins yeah. and uh, Like it was getting good early. It was. It, it really was. It was real. And they said they were talking shit on the field, too. Well, as they should. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Have you started watching Mr. Uh, this is totally off topic. I still haven't yet. Have I've you been, watched Mr. Robot yet? I haven't yet because I've been watching too much shit and I've realized I'm behind on a lot of shows. That's what my like, wife I know, says I too. know it's your shit. So like, I'm going to have to watch it and I've been meaning to because I'm a huge Rami Malek fan. Okay. So you know he got the lead role as a Bond villain, right? Yes. Did you see the trailer for that? No, I didn't. I was looking. I'm like, you didn't get much scene, like showing him, but I'm like, I'm curious to really see him in that villain role. Cause he's such a good actor, dude. Like, so, I think the first thing I saw him in was a uh, Need for Speed. And, Need for Speed. Yeah, he was in a Need for Speed movie. Okay. Yeah, he was actually pretty solid in that. And yeah. then, of course, he fucking killed it as Freddie Mercury. Yeah, so. for sure, dude. Yeah. That was that was that was a good film. Yeah. Um, but dude, Mr. Robot is like on a different level of TV than mm. I've ever seen anything else. Honestly, really. Um, Breaking Bad was really good. Oh yeah, Breaking Bad is still. My absolute favorite. I think TV it really show. depends on how they finish Mr. Robot. As that it, it could be up there? No, if it beats it by a lot. Okay. Or if they just completely plummet the finish. But considering how the first 3.6 seasons, I think I'm on episode 6 or 7 right now. Mm-hmm. The season is, anyways. Um, and this is the finale. Okay. You know, coming up in the next five episodes. Right. Um, no, so IMDb has. Episodes okay, so episode seven of this season mm-hmm. and episode six is the highest rated TV shows ever. Wow, like they're one and two. Okay, um, they beat out one of the episodes of Breaking Bad, and they beat out an episode of uh, something else. Like, dude, it's the best like show. Probably on television. The Wire or uh, Sopranos or something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably yeah. HBO yeah. shows. Of like course. in terms of ratings of yeah. like the amount of people who have rated no. it. So you know, it's actually a show that has drawn all of my attention on a weekly basis what? and I am impartial to it because so it's a show where I personally have an attachment to it because the source material is something that I grew up loving um, Watchmen on HBO yeah you, so, yeah yeah you've been telling me about that so like I've been telling people like everyone's keeps telling me oh it's such a great show it's an amazing show it's one of the best shows on TV and I, every time I hear someone say it I'm like I want to say it but I feel like if I say it I'm biased because yeah. I love the the book itself. Yeah, and I still love the film. And a lot of people hate the film, but with the blue wiener guy, I, yeah, <laughs> it's literally what everybody remembers. Like it's it's funny because yeah. a lot of people will be like, I don't remember anything from the movie except for the guy with the blue dick, and then yeah. also you know the, there was the one scene where the chick was getting raped, and it's like, I mean I get it, but you know like, but like it seems like it, like in a like a cult film, you know, it, and it wound up getting cult status because the book yeah. itself kind of. It was one of those graphic novels for comics that kind of transcended the comic genre. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people are watching the show and they're like, oh, it's so political. But it's like if you've actually read the Watchmen book or seen the movie, it's political within itself because literally the premise is you're in a world where superheroes are outlawed. But, you know, like you still have fucking Nixon as president. So that lets you know the type of political atmosphere it's in. Like the U.S. basically just railroaded and won the Vietnam War and you find out you know because because of the TV show as a result of that with you know Blue Wiener guy winning uh, the <laughs> war for him yeah. technically the USA is now 51 states with uh, Vietnam being the 51st state. Now question mm-hmm. could somebody per se like me mm-hmm. who I saw the movie in theaters but this is what but it's still kind of vague. Yeah, what year it was, is this? Oh, it, came out, it came out about 09 so oh, nine. it's about 10 okay. years later. So 10 years later I, I don't know dick about the premise of the show in all honesty i don't know anything about it but i've seen people that said they don't recall the show the movie very well but yeah. they love the show okay so it's possible to go into it because it that was my question it kind of coasts you into a point where it doesn't necessarily outright use the characters uh-huh. from the original like it has about four characters so far from the original that people will recall technically five 
Well, where, I remember like the guy with like the mask that like moved. Yeah, so actually they've they put a spin on him. Um because when you watch the first episode, it, spoiler but not necessarily a spoiler because if you've seen the actual trailers for it, you yeah. kind of get that gist of it. Um cuz he died at the end of the film. Like he was just yeah, fucking I don't remember that. Yeah, he he got that was like the only guy I remember from the film aside from he was Blue like, Wiener guy. Yeah, Rorschach was a lot. But of there was another dude character. like looked like Wolverine or something, right? Uh, yeah, Night Owl. Yep, Night Owl because he had the costume that was kind of like that. Yeah. See, um, so this is this is actually pretty genuine. Cause yeah. You and I didn't discuss this before the show. Yeah. And I don't know anything about the fucking movie. But like the, show, the show, so they use uh, Rorschach's mask is uh, basically it's the equivalent now of a white clan hood. Because there's this uh, group on there called the Seventh Cavalry, mm-hmm. they're basically like the next iteration of the KKK, and they plan to you know be the next rising of white supremacy, and they're kind of like basically the big bad of the series, and like it's it's just watching it and seeing some of the twists and turns that this show has made, it's like some of it I did not see coming at all. Mm-hmm. Other things I kind of saw it coming, um, but you know like. Jeremy Irons is in it, and he's fucking great in his role. Um, Regina King is the lead in it, and she's fucking phenomenal as the lead of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the other side characters are pretty solid. Um, like, each episode is just shot in a way where it works. But I think short of last week's episode, just because of the big reveal at the end of the episode that literally blew up the internet. Yeah. Um, the week before was the episode that I loved the most because it was like the way that they did the cinematography for it because it was like a it was kind of like a time displacement type thing that they did with the episode Mm -hmm. and seeing how they did the transitions for a lot of the camera angles i loved it but the story of the show is so good it's like it kind of captivates you and i set up last week uh for a second like binging through a few episodes of it and i'm like shit even though i've been watching this week by week i can see how you can binge watch the show and just be all drawn into it so it's it's getting up there as like one of the better shows on tv it's kind of controversial because a lot of people are like oh i don't like it because it's you know it's so like it's speaking on white supremacy and stuff like that and some people try to turn a blind eye or get sensitive to that type of stuff but it's like dude it's that's the same way of like jump talking about like any show like oh they're talking about this right you know like this show is about two girls you know fuck you I, I'm somebody's so gonna find like, a way to be offended by something and it, it, it kind of sucks is, that there that's is. the case you it know? is man like, like anything like yeah. and you and you and i sit here you know i'm a black guy you're a white dude <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm a 35 year old white man i work at the coca-cola company i'm a 60 year old black fella <laughs> who <laughs> you know like I just oh, I, shit. You, you hate that shit and there's fucking lesbians who fucking scream your ear off and you tell them to piss off and they don't and it's like I, like i get it you know some things can be hurtful yeah to people but at the same time it's like realistically at the end of the day anything can be offensive to anyone yeah um you know it's even more disrespectful is like if you watch like you know uh like a movie about people who were enslaved or something you mm-hmm. know and it was like they make up characters as like you know black characters who were fucking pissed off or who were like bad guys yeah and it's just like a made up fictional character but it's supposed to like it represents like a real time yeah like that was way different than just you know making like making some bad guy a white supremacy guy like you're yeah. you're making something worse I don't know I I honestly don't give yeah. a shit about anything like this I, is- I'm I'm more more so just like tr- I, I just try to make up something out of nowhere like it's just funny though because watching the series and getting to like the later episodes yeah because of my knowledge of the actual you know books and stuff yeah you've it's read, like you've seen the whole fucking yeah, nine dude, you've been I've through re- the since the beginning i've read the book yeah god knows how many times like i've probably read that book a hundred times like start to finish and i've yeah. watched the film just as many times but like seeing how everything plays out later on it's like it kind of makes sense that that's the you know symbol that they've used for that mm-hmm. because it's a it's a kind of slap in the face to the character and what he stood for considering how things ended in the actual film or book. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's my favorite show on TV right now. Like I'm drawn into it every single week, yeah. and I'm kind of hurt that it's almost at its end. It's a couple episodes left of it for this season. Um, 
I haven't heard anything necessarily saying it's well, going to be renewed for another season, but they ha- they kind of have to. Like, it's so big at this point. Yeah. It's like, you've got to bring this back. Well, you and I are kind of in the same sense there, except I know mine's coming to an end, and yeah. I'm watching it crumble in front of me. Yep. Uh, Miss Robot's hand show, the best show on TV. Yeah. Um, aside from Chris's Watchmen, but I doubt it. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just dude. It's you got to watch Robot and then talk to me about it. That's you, fair. That's dude. Fair. It's 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 like, on a different level. So I want to say that it's gonna like Mr. Robot will probably you know end on a high note, but at the same time, like another show that I did like quite a bit, and I went back and rewatched it, and I realized I gave too much shit to the last season, and it was more so like the last couple of episodes. What Dexter? I love. I never watched that. On. I tried watching. I couldn't watch. Like it. the first few seasons were great. Honestly, the series itself was pretty good from start to finish. Yeah. It's just the last three episodes, it seems like they were in the writer's room for those episodes, and they were like, all right, show's coming to an end. We got to find a way to tie this shit up. And you see the story was going in one direction, and they just decided out of nowhere, we have to find some way to close off this show. Yeah. See, that's that's what I think Like this show, Mr. Robot, has the advantage of mm-hmm. compared to something like that because they're you know it's like okay we're in contention for like the best show ever yeah um where did they fuck up and where can we you know see not their fuck, fuck up, up and not fuck exactly. that exactly like they essentially could have wrapped it up on the last episode yeah. that i just watched but there's more shit it's because more there's shit. there's answers i mean like breaking bad dude breaking bad could have kind of wrapped it up halfway through right. the, the end of the last season and but they were like and that's exactly where this shows at. they were like yo we're gonna we're gonna wrap it here but yeah. we're gonna come back to finish everything right and then they also came back to do the el camino movie which was fucking great still and I haven't love seen it. that yet oh man it's so good like yeah God. one thing i do want to finish on before we uh before we uh cut this bad boy off mm-hmm. although we could go we got all this fucking time in the world i mean you know? it's we we missed last week we should probably make up for it a little bit yeah uh so basketball mm-hmm I haven't watched much. I won't lie, but Man. after no, so after football season ends mm-hmm. is where I really start um, paying attention. I'm just all in on basketball. But man. in all honesty, though, aside from basketball diehards, that is the average person. Yeah, it's usually right around February, yeah. which is the end of football season, right. where people start paying attention to basketball, like right, right around All Star time. Yeah, and I think that's why the NBA pushed All Star break at that point because it's not quite the midpoint of the season. Yeah, but. Football season's done. Usually a week or two after the Super Bowl, well, I, you've got All Star really Weekend. I really start dialing in on basketball, like where it's where I start watching, you know, fucking jazz games. Yeah, you know, yeah. like before that point. Okay. Um. Now I I do always 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 like watch highlights. I watch mm-hmm. like where teams are at. Yeah. You know, win percentage, all this other, you know, all this other shit. But to actually sit up and watch a game from start to finish. Yeah. That's a different story. Right. So um, just you know, projected from now till like end of season. You know, these are the teams that I really think you should watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm shocked by a few. Uh, obviously Milwaukee. You know, oh, yeah. you knew it. You knew from it though. Like they're year. the team to beat in the East. Right. And I can't say any team added anything to get them over the hump of Milwaukee. No. I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. And you're right there. Um so Milwaukee, number one team in basketball yep. in my eyes. Um I also think um, you know, LA and again, this is based off mm-hmm. of just like not really watching a whole lot. Right. But the Lakers, um, you know, they they hold kind of that number two spot for me. It's fair. It's just I want to give the Clippers an edge over the Lakers. I've got them in the top five. And my reason being for that is because Kawhi. The well, not only Kawhi, because but because he hasn't. The Clippers are playing chess while the Lakers are playing checkers. Right. The Clippers are like, yo, we're gonna rest our guys here right. and there right. because we know we can still stay in contention without them. Yes. And Kawhi himself even said in the offseason. Without load management, he would not have won a championship last year. Look what happened last year. Exactly. So, you know, but meanwhile, you've got the Lakers. You know, they're not resting AD and they're not rest, resting LeBron as often as you're seeing Kawhi and PG rest. Well, you see with LeBron and the supporting cast, how, how well they performed. They didn't make the fucking playoffs. Yeah. So it's like if one of those two gets hurt, that's the season for L.A. The Clippers made the playoffs easily without without either of their two stars. I mean, they were the number one shoot three point shooting yes. team last year. Yes, without Kawhi, without Leonard. Kawhi, without Paul George. Right. So that shows you the type of team that they are. This literally, and a lot of people are sleeping on that, but adding those two literally made them a legitimate championship contender because easily. they had the pieces to be a threat. 
but you knew they weren't a threat to make the finals. Right. But you give them two bona fide stars, two bona fide, not just a scorer option, but these are two guys that can play both ends of the court. But the way that the the, the Clippers played defense last year and shot the three point, exactly, they actually they legitimately could have made it. Portland was too good down the stretch. Yeah. Um, Golden State was too good and down the honestly, stretch. Honestly, I have to say, as much shit as I've given him over the years, because you know his time with the Knicks, Melo on the Blazers is one of the best comeback stories in basketball. Maybe, maybe. Like, well, he's, they guaranteed his contract the rest. Of he's the year. player of the week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he's he's balling right now. Yeah. Like he's actually he's doing what I said he needed to do. Right. I was scared that he couldn't do it though. Right. He's adjusting to the fact that he's not the primary option. He's the third guy. And he's not really trying to play ISO too much. He's letting his shots fall to him. Yeah. And that's really what Melo needed to learn. Yeah. Like, I mean, if he could have learned that sooner in his career, he probably would have a ring by now, in all honesty. True. My only real objection with that is, I mean, actually, I mean, the Trailblazers started off the season just, it was brutal, dude. It was yeah, miserable. it was. Like, we were talking about this team last year as somebody who is almost a lock to go to the championship. Yeah. Remember at the end of last year, we, we were saying it. I mean, I wanted it so bad because I really want Dame to get a ring. Right. I really, really want – Dame know. is one of my favorite players in the NBA. Right. I really want to see him get a ring. It's just I knew they were missing a third piece, and I knew that third piece was a wing guy because, remember, in, in the offseason, I was like, yo, if they were to somehow get Kawhi, they would have been my lock to surefire win the championship. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't quite have Kawhi in Melo, but you've got a viable third guy. I still kind of feel like, though, um, if I were them, a a part of me, because now Kevin Love is actually on the trade block, apparently, I I would try to swing for it. Absolutely. I I would do it. I mean, it's a lot of money you got tied up there, but... I would take that swing because adding Caleb to that team can be another dimension that really puts them in contention for something. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got two former all-stars and two current all-stars on that team at this point. And then you, you would still probably have Whiteside in the mix at the center. And I don't even think Nurkic, Nurkic isn't even back yet. No, he's not back yeah. yet. White, by the way, Whiteside last week, I believe, had damn near a triple-double with blocks once again. Really? He was literally a basket off. Eight points. No shit. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. Like, but once Nurkic comes back, you know, I, I think that that turns the whole team mm-hmm. because they had people who were playing in place of him towards yeah. in, in the in the in the playoffs. It wasn't year. the spark plug that you needed them to be for Nurkic, right? But they filled that. They role, filled the role. They filled it quite enough. nicely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I I've got. Toronto, which is a shocker. Yeah, Toronto's playing way better than anybody thought. That's Ooh. just good coaching at this point. Yeah, and then also I've got the Mavericks, but I think the Mavericks fall. Um, They're still just young. a That's notch why. above Toronto in terms of at up to this point. Yeah, um, I think teams like Denver, Houston, um, Philly, Indy. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, crazy as this sounds, Miami. It's Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he, he finds a way to try to bring the best out of guys. Right now, I will say this. I wouldn't give the Mavs a legitimate shot this year, but I say about two to three years and a piece or two added in, they will be a championship contender. Well, fucking uh, uh, Luca's what twenty two years old, twenty one. No, he's not even twenty one yet. Yeah, the kid's only twenty. Right, right. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just give him give him a couple, a little bit of time and a couple yeah. of pieces. But, I mean, realistically, the time to do is while he's hot yep. and surround him while he's not getting paid. But he's not even near his peak, which is scary. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary that yeah. he's nowhere near his peak just yet, and he's right. balling the way he is. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to give Brooklyn, like, another year. You I know? mean, for me, Brooklyn, once for KD me, the comes, whole— Once KD comes back, it's going to be a different story. Even then, I, I still feel like with Brooklyn, I just— I don't see that working for several reasons i mean katie and Kyrie in new york it's one of the worst markets for you know certain personalities yeah and their personalities don't quite mesh with it um but not only that i do feel like because their contracts basically you know roll out at um you know two years so that means you have one year of katie 
And just looking at even, you know, LeBron when he's been on his stack teams, the first year was not the year where you made that step. The only time sure. you had something like that was Katie with Golden State, but that's because they were a championship team and they yeah, just they were added already in piece. the finals. You've got to get the chemistry down pack and everything. I I don't see it happening that well. You know, there's one actually, there's a very interesting YouTube video I watched the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like hammer drunk like in the studio, fucking just watching random YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And I saw one, and it's like staggering. Oh, excuse me, fucking Coors Lights. Uh, staggering stats that mm-hmm. will like blow your mind. Like, do you realize how good Golden State was in the regular season and the postseason during that five-year run? Mm-hmm. It was just they were <clears throat> literally, if you look at it, like ten games better in the regular season. Really, and then just going to the finals every fucking year yeah you know like miami held that while lebron was there yeah Uh, i mean even lebron in general over the course of his career and i will say it was a good thing for lebron to not make the finals last year and i say that because of the fact that you've got to think lebron's played to the finals and actually you know contributed to team usa yeah for nearly 10 years of his career mm-hmm. technically that man has played an i would say at a minimum an extra three seasons yeah if you factor in those minutes yeah yeah for sure so that type of rest on your body even though he invests mm-hmm. so much effort into his body to preserve it yeah dude at some point it's gonna add up I mean, like fuck let's think about it we did an extra we did like two months of basketball postseason on this podcast yeah if not more, it was like three months or something. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the basketball not, it wasn't that long, but it was, the basketball off season's a very short turnaround. It's right. like a two three month turnaround. Yeah, because you end in yeah you end in um June. Yeah, you're right back up for training camp and everything. Like you know, late September. Yeah, going into October. So yeah. it's not. And then nine times out of ten, if you're doing Team USA, which a lot of top players skipped out on this year, you're still playing up until training camp, basically. Yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, the the USA team was kind of like very it watered down very, this year. Very, very. Yeah, Team USA this year was not good. Yeah, but that's because a lot of stars just didn't play. I mean, I think one of the biggest stars on the team was Kyle Kuzma. He got hurt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But was, I feel uh, like they a rough go. the stars are going to come out this year because it's the Olympics that's in Tokyo. So. Yeah, you'll yeah you'll get a much better outing this this year. Yeah, it'll be way better. They got to redeem themselves from last year. Yep. All right, so we we're, we're right around now. It's right where we want to be. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna throw some music in at the end of this. That's that's how we normally end our episodes. This one's gonna be funny because it's gonna stop and then there's gonna be music. Oh shit! But I don't know if that's actually how it works. I don't know. We're using a new program this week. Rather than using GarageBand, we uploaded on Audacity. Yeah. Uh, in a pinch. Since the MacBook Pro, we can't find the dongle for it. Can't hook up all the um, the mixers and the whole nine up to it. So, mm. yeah, this is gonna be a weird. One we might just end it at the uh, at the cut. Boom. But uh, figure it out. Yeah, I mean that's today's episode was a little bit of insight what we do outside of football. Boom. I mean we talk a lot of basketball. Talk about just shit we like, movies. Uh, I think ne- I think one thing I'll do. Uh, in the next week, maybe two, is I will have Halo Reach on PC beat. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a little game review. That's fair. What else you got? Um, you got the new uh, yeah, Star Wars Star game. Wars. Play I got to put a little more effort into it. So I, I'll I'll dig a little deeper yeah. into that. This Speaking week. of games, you know what's a classic fucking game what? that doesn't get the recognition I think it deserves is Rocket League. You ever play that game? I haven't actually played Rocket League. Like, Bro. I played, because uh, Overwatch had its own little version of it a few years ago when it yeah. first came out, and I played it, and it was fun. Overwatch is like the shooter game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, Rocket League is a fucking Rockstar game. Not mm. not by Rockstar Games, but, but I mean, still, like, like Rockstars, you know. and, like, that's a fucking star-studded exactly. game. It was. It came out in like 2015, and I just played it for the first time like maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say it's one of my favorite games. Okay. So it's like it's like hockey or soccer, mm-hmm. but you're using a car, and you yeah, have full control over this car. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the most fun shit. It really is. It's it's crazy how fun this this game actually is. Okay. Um. So definitely give that a whirl. 
and we will beat some games. I got the new Call of Duty. Yeah. I'm running through the campaign mode. Kind of okay. got caught up on the on the on the multiplayer on that. That happens with any Call of Duty, for though. sure. You know how it goes. But actually, I, actually, I will say this. I'll end the show on this note. Um, this is the best Call of Duty I've played since probably um, one of the original Black Ops games. That's, That's how fair. good this one is. You've got it, don't you? Yeah, I've got it. Why I've haven't you and it. I played yet? Dude, I haven't even been on my Xbox as much playing. I I'm actually told you to yeah, get on that Yeah, we were supposed to get night. on last week. Last Friday. Yeah. What happened? Dude, I don't even know. I got home and I like... You ditched me is what happened. No, I got home and I was like, all right, <laughs> let me turn this on. And then something fucking happened and I was like, oh, shit. I didn't end up on there. No, I got home yeah. and fucking got tired of shit for some reason. That's what Like, I got say. food and then I had fucking itis. Fucking itis? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll that give it to you for the fucking itis. But we should play, uh, if not tonight, tomorrow, or the next day, or whatever day we're all on. We'll get on. Yep. All right, dude. You got anything else? Uh, that's about it, really. That's, that's all I got. Sh- that's the show. Peace. Boom. Peace. <laughs> we just ended it just like that, huh? Hey, man, look. That's how you got to do sometimes. Give him one more. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>